What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Uh, today we got a different type of... Sh Kaipa. <laughs> we have a different type of show for you this week. Um, both my brother and I gave up beer for Lent. I don't know if you follow Lent. That's the uh, Roman Catholic uh, season of, you know, of sacrifice. You give something up, something that you love. And so, you know, we both love beer. And so we gave up beer for Lent. And so we got something different for you for this show. Um, and then we, but we still bring to you the beer news and our cold brew list. And of course, at the end, our drunken shenanigans. Well, I guess maybe our sober shenanigans. <laughs> and we got a little trivia. See if uh, you can keep up uh, with Sorcerer Chromatic because uh, he uh, he does very well on the trivia. And if you know if if it goes good, if it goes well, we might do it again next week. So uh, don't forget to follow us on Untapped and Instagram. Search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us, and we'll friend you back. But right now, it is time for another cold brew. Coming at your pre-recorder from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing and this we week? Oh yeah. Yeah. My uh, youngest daughter is up, so she is with me. Recording. Oh, okay. Right on. She, can she talk? What's her name again? Oh, uh, no. Screaming Banshee or something like that? Screaming Dreamer? Uh, really? All right. I, I, got, I wrote those down. I forgot. To, I got to find them. I got to find them. <laughs> They're in my notes. They're my iPhone notes. Um, I, I forgot what my daughter was, <clears throat> to be honest, so. I don't yeah, blame you for not remembering. What's that? Yeah, I don't even know this question. I, I forgot my older daughter, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> you have an older daughter? Older than this one, yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. I got it. Uh, so my daughter is the Foolish Conqueror. Um, your eldest is Violent Contender. And the one That's with correct. us now is Shrieking Dreamer. Oh, okay. So I was right with the, well, the Dreamer. I screaming right now, but she's not. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta give her a little whiskey on the gums. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of which, before before we get to our our drinks, um, you gave up a, a beer for Lent, huh? Not very uh, not very smart when we have a beer podcast. Yeah. I know. <laughs> hey, you know what though? But uh, I gave up beer too. So we both this gave up. Our... Yeah, for Lent, I gave up beer this year for Lent. Really? Yeah, so. Oh, uh, no, I'm going to be uh, snorting cocaine. Oh, uh, <laughs> In honor of Cocaine Bear. Oh, jeez. <laughs> is that in the, like, is that like a, a movie movie or like a, a streaming movie? No, it's a, it's in the theaters. I'm going to go see it tomorrow. Oh, jeez. Are you taking your time? No, 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 I'm not. But, uh, yeah, uh see, who's it? Who's it? Uh, Carrie Russell? It stars Carrie Russell. Um... What do you call it? O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s in it? Uh, Ray Liotta? Is he the bear? <laughs> no, he's not the bear. He plays someone, a character. His name is David. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yeah, I looked up yeah. Uh, the cast. 
Does Rayleigh own this character? Is he a son of the cocaine? <laughs> hey, it's his last movie. Let's speak to George. <laughs> <coughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. This is uh, Ray Liotta's uh, last movie, uh, directed by Elizabeth Banks. Oh yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, it's still sad. He's he's uh he's no longer with us. However, um, I I guess I, I don't know how big his role in this movie is, but you know he uh he hasn't done a lot of leading man stuff in a while either. So. Right. Good for him though. He was still uh he was still doing his thing until his uh, his uh, untimely passing. Right, yeah. So uh, no, but I I didn't give up beer for Lent. I just wanted to use the joke for the cocaine. Oh really? Yeah. Well, some of us don't joke about that. <laughs> I thought you were re- you were really holding. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <sighs> All right. Let's get to the let's get to the beer then, shall we? Today I have in front of me from our good friends at Ren House Brewing, honoring or not honoring, but uh, uh just observing the. Arizona Beer Week. Thought I'd have an Arizona brewed beer uh, by Renhouse Brewing. It's a Czech Pale Lager, and I am gonna fuck this name up because it's a, it's written in Czech or Slovak or whatever you want to call it. It's Strizlik. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong because there's like a carrot over the R, and then I the both eyes have accents over them, so. The best I could come up is Strizzlick, and it's a Czech Pills uh, Lager, and there's no uh, ABV on it. And I think we talked about this before. Um, the laws in Arizona, you you do not have to have the ABV on the uh, on the beer. It's uh it's not enforced. So okay. yeah, I, I'll look it up later. I'm sure when uh, when we talk about it on Untapped, when I look it up, I'll, I'll tell you all about it. But anyway, um, yeah. So pop off. Happy uh, Arizona Beer Week and also uh, some SF Beer Week love t- uh, to you too, my friend. Yeah, you know what? You didn't, because, uh, well, shoot. Yeah, I, uh, again, uh, apologies to the listeners that I wasn't on for a recording. So, did, did I miss a show or what did you do? Yeah, yeah, I just did a, a, a really quick uh, show and then uh, at the end, because I had gone to Strong Beer Fest, I, uh, um, I played a little uh, interview I had with the uh, with the uh, the brewer and owner of uh, Old Ellsworth uh, down in Quick Creek, uh, Arizona. Oh, okay, I didn't do too much for SF Beer Week. I, I mean, I got some beers that I wanted. I did go to an event, but I don't know. Like me, uh, it's already <laughs> it's already forgotten about. <laughs> but uh, right, it was key uh, this year for me just because of the timing and stuff. I actually went out of town last weekend. As well, so uh, I, I like basically, uh, I didn't have a weekend to do events. So yeah. With that said, um, sorry for missing a uh, a week uh, to our faithful listeners. But moving forward, um, I am not drinking beer this mental season. However, I will be drinking whiskey. <laughs> Very nice. And uh, this week, I'm going to be featuring, um, I know I talked about uh, whiskey and bourbon before, and I actually tried to feature uh, a bourbon before. I was really drunk that story. I remember I was stuttering <laughs> like crazy. Well, more crazier than usual anyway. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, keeping with that trend, I'm going to be featuring from 
the Buffalo Trace Distillery from their W.L. Weller collection, the Weller Antique or Antique 107. 107 is the uh, proof on this. So it's a, uh, it's a, you know, the standard proof on a lot of spirits is 80 in the U.S. anyway. Right. So that, that puts that at 40 alcohol. But this guy is 107. So if you do the math, it is what? 53 and a half? There you go. So, uh, straight from the website, it's a weeded bourbon with a full body flavor and balanced palate. Old Valor Antique is bottled at 107 proof, offering complex taste and full finish. It is currently a recognizable member of the Weller label with its own unique characteristics to complement the hype. So again, going into bourbon, uh, the weeded bourbon, uh, they take the rye out and add wheat. So it's corn, um, corn, barley, and uh, well, in this case, wheat instead of rye. So, um, I don't know. I'm going to pour myself a nice pour. Nothing crazy. I'm just going to get passionate. Just a couple of fingers. Enough to sample and enjoy. Yeah. Hey. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> you doubted right there, man. What the hell? Well, I know. Yeah. You're my friend. Actually, I'm the one who should be, uh, who should be censored. Not you. You didn't say anything wrong. It was all me. <laughs> But um, yeah. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Putting uh, why does she yeah. have uh, headphones on? I know. You know what I always tell people too. What's that? Uh, she doesn't speak. She doesn't speak English like she speaks another language. <laughs> <laughs> like some weird alien language or something. Well, like like well, they oh, she speaks Spanish. Like no, she doesn't speak. <laughs> Yes, yeah, technically, technically the truth, right? Yeah. She didn't speak English. Yeah. Oh, well, she screams and yells and stuff, so she's speaking in her own language. <laughs> right. I, I mean, uh, I, I think she's going to speak a lot sooner than your your eldest daughter, uh, who took a while, just because you know she has uh, her her older sister to to show her the ropes. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, yeah, she is. Uh, you know, like they say with your kids, it's not a contest, but yeah, she's she's developing a lot faster. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with uh, just having a the uh, someone closer to her age that's a little bit older. Oh yeah, definitely the mimic. Right, exactly. All right, so uh, my beer, this uh, um, Strizlik, it's uh it's really good. It's very light, like the the copper, uh, not the copper, the color. Excuse me is like straw um super clear um it's nice and crisp sharp um there's a hint of bitterness to it but it's not like a it, it's not i wouldn't call it like an ipl you know it's not like a over hopped beer but i think it's more just it's just maybe i'm just i was waiting for like a very uh like malt forward type uh um it's just really light. It's very light on the tongue and, and effervescent. So maybe that's where the uh, perceived bitterness comes from. It's really good. I'm going to have to look this up. I don't think it's it's very... Uh, it doesn't have a high ABV. I'm going to guess it's like around 4, 2, 4, 5, like a American light lager. But this is definitely a Czech uh, Pilsner. 
Because it, it, it's very, uh, uh, it's got that bready note to it. So it's uh, really good. Really good beer. Red House knows what they're doing, man. When it comes to uh, um, IPAs and, and lagers. I think that's their wheelhouse. Word. Yeah, how's your bourbon, man? Is it no? It's a weeded um, bourbon, right? Yeah, well, it's bourbon. Yeah, it's still bourbon. Mm. It's not whiskey. Bourbon. Yeah, gotcha. Um, well, going back to um, I remember telling everyone about this a long time ago. So for new listeners or listeners that might have forgot, um, the the Karma tasting method for spirits. Yes. Um, where you could really learn a lot of the the elements of what you're drinking. Um. Go maybe you should re- that. Uh, reiter- maybe just reiterate to maybe our newer no, listeners. They can Google. How do you spell um, karma? This one, C A R M E R. There you go. Um, this one's uh, it's both. Uh, it, it's been a while since I drank a, a high proof spirit. Um, you know, which is anything over ninety uh, proof. This one's nice. It's uh, it, it's got a lot of kick in it, a lot of a lot of hop or a lot of hotness to it. Let's say the term is in the, the whiskey world, it's hot. Mm-hmm. But it's also mellow and sweet because of the weakness to it. So, um, it's enjoyable. Uh, a lot of people argue that this is probably uh, one of the better of the Weller uh, line. Yeah, um, not that there's a lot. There's only like five of them, I think. So, um. I'm not saying it's number one. Actually, there's six, but I'm not saying it's number one. But it, it's uh, people people think it's uh, it's better than the twelve, and I don't know if enough people have had the uh, the other ones to compare it to. But it's a nice one. Oh, very good. I uh, um, now with with weeded bourbons, I I know um, you I, I have a feeling what you're gonna answer, but um. Can you drink them on ice? Yeah, you can. Okay. Drink it how you like. Yeah, I, that's what I figured. <laughs> that's what I figured you were going to say. So, all right. So, but but traditionally, you you just uh, most bourbons and whiskey you you drink neat, right? I I prefer them that way. To me, okay. that's, that gets the the most out of it. Um, unless it was like, you know, I always kind of just um wanted to get blitzed and so pace myself like i wouldn't get a uh like you know not to again not to, to look snobby but i i get something a little bit more uh more common to drink like i do jack on the rock if i wanted to or jack and coke if i want to oh, okay. do weller and coke yeah but you could if you want to drink <laughs> there's those memes out there where people are mixing like the uh, pappy with uh, with coke <laughs> Right. <laughs> All right. Cool, man. We will rate. Uh, well, I'll rate my beer later during uh, our untapped portion of the show. I don't think they have a uh, whiskey on uh, untapped, so I, I'm not sure how we're gonna do that. But yeah, maybe you can give it just a you know out of five, um, your own personal rating for uh for your Weller. Right. All right. So now it's time for the beer news. All right, first story comes to us. Um, I got to uh, give a shout out to uh, uh, our one of our listeners, um, uh, Toadman's 
tank pictures, or as I like to say, Toad Man's tank pictures. He said this to me um, a couple weeks ago, and I was going to bring it up uh, last show, but uh, I didn't record with you, so I, I, I saved it. I saved it for this one. So here we go. Um, okay. See, here it is. Here's the headline from uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, two legendary craft breweries are merging. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, Drake's and Bear Republic are merging. Did you hear about that? No. Oh my God! Really? Yeah. This is a. Uh, this... I, I like both of them respectively. Yeah. For, for their own uh, merit, you know. Yep. Oh yeah, Drake's. Of course. Yeah. I mean, you you're the one who turned me on to Drake's. Um, but I I found Bear Republic on on my own. Not that uh, you didn't like it. I didn't turn you on to to Bear Republic, but yeah, I, I have to give you credit for turning me on to Drake's. But yeah, uh, this was published uh, February 15th. Work has been quietly underway behind the scenes for some time. Now it's official. Bear Republic and Drake's Brewing are merging. Rich and Tammy Norgrove, owners of Cloverdale's Bear Republic Brewing, are joining forces with John Martin and Roy, excuse me, Roy Kerkorian uh, of Drake's Brewing. They will be jointly announcing the sale and public purchase of certain assets of Bear Republic to Artisan Brewers, LLC, Drake's business name later today. What that means, in practical terms, the two companies said in a joint statement is that Racer 5 is shifting gears once again, beginning a new collaborative partnership with the Drake's Brewing Company. The iconic West Coast IPA, once at the forefront of California craft beer boom, is merging lanes to accommodate industry-wide challenges while keeping a firm Pedal to the metal, moving forward. The deal means Drake's will acquire all of Bear Republic's recipes, formulas, and intellectual property, and Drake's will produce the full Bear Republic lineup of beers, including the iconic Racer 5 IPA, as well as their other brands and new beers still in the pipeline with the goal of bringing Bear Republic brewing into new markets and communities. Uh, we have always admired Drake's Brewing Company's passion for craft beer and their community as well as their commitment to quality, Norgrove said. Joining forces with Drake's will allow us to bring our beers to even more customers and we're excited to be a part of the Drake's family. Norgrove will continue to shepherd the brand, helping to represent the family-owned brewery in the manufacturing, production, and sales of BRBC's recipes. So it's not a straight sale, as often the case. Instead, as Norgrove explains it, it's not like coming in and buying the car, but buying the engine and driver. Norgrove and his longtime brewmaster, Peter Kruger, will continue to work with Bear Republic brand, and their beer will continue to be brewed in Cloverdale. But brewing will transition, into, will transition to San Leandro over the coming months. So it seems like you, they... they Bear Republic is going to be a brand of Drake's now. That's what it sounds like to me, but they're still going to use the brewer and the owner is going to be a part of the whole thing. Um, so it's not like a, like I buy you out and I get the fuck out of here. I'm going to do it my way. Yeah, I, I, I see it more as like a clicking up, if you will. Yep. You know I mean? Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't be... Oh. I wouldn't, like I'm gonna say, I'm not gonna. I was gonna say, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, there's been other breweries that did this. We just don't know about them because they're not like on the West Coast or yeah. ones that we've been to. Mm -hmm. 
and or I I could see this trend um, growing if it's beneficial and it kind of you know it's kind of like a a business survival tactic as well. Yeah, and another way to 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 expand and grow um, without having to to like take on any more liability. So yeah, so the, yeah, big thing. Uh, little shout out to uh, um, Toad Man uh, for. Um, he's the one who clued me into it, and uh, so I appreciate that. Um, it's a little bit old news by now, but uh, it's still uh, um, still big things, especially in the Bay Area. That's a it's a big merger. All right, uh, story number two comes to us from Mashed. Um, the headline is: Twitter is calling for a Heineken boycott one year into the Russian-Ukrainian war. So did you know that it's been a year? February 24th, it was a year uh, since uh, Russia invaded the Ukraine. Yeah, I mean, I saw that in the, in the news. They talked about uh, entering year two of the war. I'm like, whoa, isn't that much? <laughs> right? The, at so, the same time. Yeah. At the same time, I just hear sometimes I think, oh, yeah, that's right. They're, they're having a war. With yeah. Um, an estimated 300,000 people have died in the conflict. That's a lot of fucking people, man. It's sad. And they're not just uh, soldiers, but also uh, civilians. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, that's the worst part. Yeah. Following the initial attack, many companies found it at their best interest to pull operations from Russia. According to a press release from the Golden Arches themselves, McDonald's temporarily closed all Russian locations because the war isn't, quote, consistent with McDonald's values, unquote. Coca-Cola did similar. Yeah. Suspending operations until, quote, circumstances evolve, unquote. For better or for worse, some corporations didn't make the decision to revoke their businesses in Russia. Now, a year to the date later, a certain beer is starting to face repercussions of their choice. A month after the war began in, U- in the Ukraine, I don't know why I keep saying the Ukraine, in Ukraine, uh, probably because of that, that uh, stupid Seinfeld episode. Um... Heineken made the promise to suspend production, sale, and advertising of his product. Um, the quote uh, from, let's see, from uh, Heineken. Uh, we are shocked and saddened to watch the tragedy in Ukraine unfold. We stand with the Ukrainian people and our hearts go out to all those affected. Uh, Heineken CEO Dolph Van Den Brink said at the time. However, instead of pulling his products, Heineken released 61 more. On its website, Heineken Russia uh, reported record highs in multiple segments. As far as monetary growth is concerned, one executive understands the choice. Heineken is cynically benefiting from the fact that major international brands have withdrawn from Russia. The Budweiser and Carlsberg brands were much bigger there. Twitter users, though, made it clear their beliefs that lives should be valued over money and open account. An account with the handle Anon Ops SE shared a picture of Heineken bottles that read Proud Supporter of Russian Genocide. <laughs> Shit. Uh, people in the comment section below announced they'd be boycotting the company upon learning the news. Not buying your products anymore. I'm sure it tastes like blood, one user wrote. I promise not to buy anything from a company who still does business with Russia. Sorry, but I'm out, wrote another. Another user, Aurora Groove, shared a list of all Heineken brands. 
Heineken is a year too late. Everyone should boycott Heineken and all its brands, they wrote. So no matter what decision you make, you'll be happy to know beer is actually good for you. I don't know why they... Oh, they, they put a link on that to some uh, um, article with uh, saying the medical benefits of beer. As far as, you know, uh, boycotting Heineken, you should just boycott it because it tastes like shit. Hmm. The, the skunkiness is the <laughs> right? something I fear now. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong, I've had my share of Heineken. Right. It's just like, now that I think about it, I'm like, ooh, yeah, I mean, that was one of those that I was definitely lying to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I look back to and and think like, what, what was I thinking? Um, As far as the, uh, the, the brand pullout, they now last week or the, a week and a half ago, they said that they were going to pull out. It was going to cost them $300 million, like 300 or 330 million. But to a brand like Heineken, that's like fucking chump change. They could have done it a long time ago, yet they have it. So, um, yeah. Uh, Heineken, um, yeah, get with it, man. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You, it, they broke the promise. I think that's the thing. If they... In the beginning, if they didn't say anything and just kept business as usual, then, you know, that's up to, you know, you could make your own decision. But to say you stand by the Ukrainian people and say you were going to pull out and then don't, that's just fucked up, dude. That's just a broken promise and that's some bullshit. That's just corporate greed right there. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's interesting how, uh, you know, because of the age of communication and stuff, just uh, how uh, that message is, is part of this war. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's all I have for the beer news this week. Uh, so do you know what time it is? It's time for everyone's favorite segment on cold brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the cold brew list. As we As proceed, we proceed yeah. oh. to give you what give you, you need. need. Let me ask you this. Do you think I have a list that'll bring this uh, show down to a squeak? <laughs> I hope you do. That'd be great. For my own uh, yeah. personal uh, entertainment, yes. Yeah, I have a list of everyone who was a client of Epstein. <laughs> was it like three people everyone else is redacted? <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah. you're on the list no, oh shit dude hey, <laughs> hey shh, shh. breaking news redact redact <laughs> yeah the, they told me I was gonna be redacted what the fuck oh dude um <laughs> no I just had a joke now. um I have a list of I know we've done something similar to this before but I thought we'd bring it back is the um Oh, okay. Nice. So, how many... Where, where should I start? Uh, how, many? how about 10? 10, 15, 20? Yeah, 10. Alright. Now, some of these are in conjunction with um, the, like, the label, too. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. The, the, the can art? Like, the, the art. Yeah. yeah. The art. Um. All right, number ten from uh, Midnight Sun Brewing Company. Yeah, ain't that down there in Arizona? I don't think. 
It sounds like more like an oh, Alaska. No, no. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Alaska. Um, what's it called? It's called the Panty Peeler. <laughs> All right, then. Um, <laughs> what kind of beer is that? All right, that's number what? What kind of beer is it? it it's a uh, it's a Belgian style triple. Oh, okay, yeah, that'll peel my panties. I mean, uh, <laughs> here's one uh, called Happy Ending. Oh, I get it. And it, it's got it's got a hop on the massage table and the uh, <laughs> a woman in a tight dress massaging him. I thought you meant like you know uh, the end of a a, a a great movie. Yeah, yeah. feel good <laughs> movie. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm wrong. Um, here's one called Bishop's Finger. <laughs> what? Yeah. From Shepherd Nemet. I don't know how to say that. It's definitely foreign. Yeah. Um, oh, here's one that we know. Um, and they got bought up by Schmaltz, but it's Hebrew. The chosen beer. Oh, yeah. Hebrew. Yeah. That is good. I like that. Um, this one's kind of funny. It's a Peter Cotton Ale. Oh, that's pretty good. That's very clever. And and the tagline is, now with more hop. Oh, even better. I like it. <laughs> Here's one from, I, I don't know how to say this. The Carnegorm Brewing Company. Hmm. Anyway, it's called Sheep Shaggers. <laughs> Are they out of New Zealand? Uh, I don't think so. Oh. All right. Uh, here's one called Beer Bitch. Oh, they just went straight to the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the jugular yeah. on that one. Right. No, but it's uh it's actually the guy's name, Joseph Beerby. Oh, all right. It's spelled it's spelled spelled B I E R B I T Z C H. Ah, oh, they threw his a Z in there. They weren't yeah. playing that card game asshole, were they? Possibly. Oh, okay. Uh, number three, <laughs> Polygamy Porter. Oh, yeah, we that's uh, Wasatch, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, the tagline, oh, I have just one. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, here's one. Number two is <laughs> from Thirsty Dog Brewing Company, 
Oh, leg humper. Whose leg do I have to hump around here to get a good beer? Yeah. And uh, the package art has like a, a, a real picture of like a black lab and like three ladies in like short skirts. Like oh, a shit. Bar. That's oh. funny. Oh, you see their legs. Yeah. And then number one, of course, the name that started all, Arrogant Back. Oh, okay. I would call that funny. This is kind of cool. One man funny is cool. That's a good point. That is a very good point. All right, man. Thanks for the, the great beer list story, even though you're drinking bourbon. I thought you were going to do like a, a bourbon uh, list or something. Maybe next week. Yeah, I was looking for one, but all right. Kind of... all right. You know, nothing current. That's what I thought too is that granted it didn't have to be twenty twenty three, but uh yeah like a lot of stuff is twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Oh. Yeah. Alright man, so how's your bourbon treating you? Good. Hell getting uh more accustomed to the uh the, the kick to it so it just it's smooth pretty uh pretty mellow right now on my palate anyway yeah um what uh, um what do you look for in, in a weeded bourbon um i just look for that little uh, smooth sweet edge okay um yeah something just palatable all right so I'm going to rate my beer right now. Oh, you know what? Let, let, let's talk about your bourbon. Um, I know we're not going to rate it on a tap, but uh, out of five stars, uh, what would you give uh, this uh, um, this iteration of Weller's? Um, I got to give it a four. Okay. I mean, I know there's stuff out there better, but this one's really, really drinkable. In fact, a little inside information. Um, last week, uh, I had some bourbon uh, of a different caliber, and yeah. uh, well, granted, it was good. I drank too much of it, but this is way smoother, way nicer, and um, even with the the higher proof, it, it's still easier to drink. You know? Yeah, that's a I guess a mark of a good uh, um, spirit is the, despite the uh, the percentage of alcohol, it's still nice and smooth, right? Oh yeah, very good. All right, so this uh, um, Strizlik by Renhouse Brewing, um, it's good. I like it. I, I'm almost done with it. Um, it was super easy to drink. It goes down very smooth, or it's crisp. I would say it's smooth, but it is crisp and uh, effervescent and a little bit bready. Um, I uh, so I looked it up on Untapped. Um, it has an overall rating of 4.0. I'm going to give this one a 4.2. Well, that's cool in the game. Yeah, the uh, the write-up on it on Untapped says, A really incredible session beer joins this winter's rotation. Strizlik is a 10-degree Czech-style pale lager that uses premium Czech ingredients to create a simple yet beautifully flavorful and zippy little beer. Strigglick begins as a 10 degree Play-Doh pale lager built up exclusively with 100% floor malted Bohemian Pilsner malt that we step mash 
to bring out this malt's full range of enzymes and nuanced flavors, a sweet Hawaiian rolls and slight nuttiness. No, I didn't get I didn't get, I didn't get the, the Hawaiian rolls or the the nuttiness, to be honest. Let me see. Yeah, no, I I get some breadiness and I guess I get a little bit of sweet, but I wouldn't call it like, you know, King's Hawaiian roll uh, type sweetness. But I still like it. I, I'm going to give it a 4.20. 4.20. And I'm going to say it is um, crisp and um, effervescent. Hey, yeah, spelled effervescent right. Nice. And check in. So I, I don't know if you noticed, but... uh. We can uh, uh, rate beers by tenths now. Oh, I have. <laughs> yeah, I uh, signed us up for the Untapped Insiders last week. It was pretty easy. Well, I uh, I don't know what what I. To be honest, the only thing that I've noticed different is we can rate by tenths now. That's the only fucking difference I've I've noticed. I'm already regretting my decision, but I already bought the whole year, so we're going the whole year. And I maybe it's a long play. Maybe it, it it'll show its its uh, benefits later on down the line. But I've already done two weeks, and I can give a shit. I'll, all I can do is tense now. That's the only difference I noticed. Oh, good for you. You know we got to money's worth and make sure we use the tenth every time we write it. Well, we we kind of have to. So the only time you don't use a tenth is if you do a, a integer or a half. Other than that, uh, we can't do quarters or three quarters anymore. Yeah, I get that. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I wasn't sure if that's what you but meant. We'll or not. do like, well, yeah, but like we'll do a point three or point four or point mm-hmm. six. All right. Exactly. All right, man. So uh, I got this uh, card game for my daughter on on Christmas, and brought it home, and I kind of put it under stuff, and I was cleaning, and I found uh, I found it, and I'm like, ooh, this might be kind of fun. So it's a card. It's a sports trivia game, and it's called "You Gotta Know San Francisco." So it seems like it's one of those like where you, they can put it for any city, any sports city. But um, this one is uh, San Francisco um, uh, based. So I'm asking you a few questions just for fun to see see how good you are uh, with San Francisco sports trivia. You ready? All right. All right. This one's easy. This is a gimme. What Utah quarterback did the 49ers select with the first overall pick in the 2005 NFL Draft? Alex. That is correct. Here we go. This one's a little bit uh, a little bit tougher. In 2014, Bruce Bochy became the NL West's all-time leader in managerial wins, surpassing what legendary Dodgers skipper? Uh, the starter? Yeah, there you go. Ding, ding, ding. Good job. Uh, a couple more. In 1999, what legendary running back was the only man to finish ahead of Jerry Rice on the Sporting News' list of football's 100 greatest players? In 99? Yeah. And so in 99, Sporting News uh, listed football's 100 greatest players. This legendary running back... Um, was number one and Jerry Rice was number two. Was he legendary in '99 or now no. he is legendary? No, he was legendary. Oh. Uh, I, the list was made in '99. 
Walter Payton? Ah, close. Uh, Jim Brown. Okay. Jim Brown. I, I was I was thinking Walter Payton too. I haven't. I, I have to look at the bottom and they're upside down, so I, I'm trying to guess at the same time. Uh, in 2015, what interim head coach led the Warriors to a record-setting 16 straight wins to start the season? Uh, Walton. That's right, Luke Walton. Good job, man. Good job. There's there's like hundreds of cards. I'm I'm just, I'm not gonna go through all of them, but that was the very first card on top of the deck, and you aced it, man. Well, you three out of four. So you didn't ace it. You got a you got a good. Uh, it was good, man. You did well. I thought I was gonna. I thought I'd bring these up every once in a while and see how well you do. So good shit. Very nice. Um. All right, so uh, let's get into uh, what happened last. What had happened last week? First off, I want to apologize to you. I could not get tickets to Firestone Walker Invitational, a beer festival. Ah, yeah. <laughs> dude i had the i had my my laptop up i had my phone and i was trying on both and every time i get them in the cart and i go to purchase it said it was they were no longer there well i shouldn't say get them in the cart because they weren't in the cart yet it was like you selected it and then they asked you how many tickets you wanted and then i would select it and then i would hit enter and then it was said no longer available and I was and I and I was going for a while, man. I was going for like 20, 25 minutes past the the start time, and then finally it just had sold out. So I was a little bit upset, man. I was trying. Now, you, did you get a? Did you were you able to get tickets? I would. Very nice. And you got it the first time, no problem. You could say that. Yeah, uh, I I am saying that. So anyway, and, uh, yeah. um, but anyway, so uh, you know, we know a lot of people who try and. Um, so I asked, uh, if any, if I said, Hey, if any, anybody knows, take anybody who, uh, got tickets and wants to sell the extra one, let me know. So I got a, um, I got a text from our boy LT right away. He said our, uh, his cousin Eli, um, had an extra ticket. So I, uh, I got with Eli, told him I'd buy his extra ticket. And so I'm going, I'll, I'll be there at Firestone Walker Invitational Beer Fest on june 3rd right yep june 3rd or 4th i forget but it's, it's the first weekend of june whatever that is yeah first weekend in june so i'm ready man i'm excited but i i looked and they don't have a list of breweries yet right and, or did you find some no oh okay all right no I didn't. i'm sure the usual suspects will be there but yeah yeah, I'm wondering uh, um, who's gonna be the uh, the standout this year because uh, last year it was uh, Garage Project. I think they were the ones that won uh, for for People's Choice. And then a couple years well, before, it escaped me. I know it was one I didn't have, and they had that that kind of uh, novelty where you put the syrup in it or something like that. Yeah, they had the the triple layer or the double layer of beer. It was their yuzu sour. I had it. I took right. a picture of it. I put it on our um, our Instagram. And then the I think the one we went to before that, which was like in 2019, it was the I want to say it was uh, the brewery, the Blueberry uh, Black Tuesday. 
Oh, I know we like that one, but yeah, yeah, I don't even remember. Who yeah, it was, it was such a long time ago. But anyway, that's a great that's a great beer festival. Um, hands down, better than a strong beer festival. Did I, I know you didn't hear uh, our show last week, but um, my coworker had gone to the festival, and he and his wife bought tickets last minute, and they bought uh, designated driver tickets. And they didn't even check their ticket. All they did was check their ID, and then they gave them drink tickets. Yeah, there you go. And I've, I've talked about it in the past. I've gone to Strong Beer Festival, paid for VIP. They didn't even check my ticket. I could have just bought, like, regular. I should, I, I probably even could have got designated driver tickets. And I still would have got, uh, I still would have got in early. And I would have got my VIP um, allotment of, of uh, drink tickets. That would have been better. Yeah, well, that would have been cool, but I mean, it's just not a very well-run event. That that's what that tells me. It's just poor organization. Hmm. So it's yeah. Uh, I guess that spoils it. Yeah, I'm 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 excited, man. I'm excited to go to uh, um, Firestone Walker this year and hope uh, um, hope there's something great. And I already know it's going to be a fun time. Um, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be a blast. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, really, it's, uh, it's become a little, uh, we've been fortunate enough to go the last few years and just, you know, it's, uh, it's be a lot of fun. It's, so far, it's never failed to, to, uh, it's never disappointed. Let's put it that way. And you've, you've gone to it so many years in a row and, and, and I remember when, when, before I had even gone to it, um, just the way you talked about it and. I was like, nah, it can't be that great. <laughs> but the last couple of years, man, it's just been so fucking awesome. So I'm, uh, I'm happy we're we're able to hang out and uh, drink beer and. Word. All right, man. Anything else you'd like to uh, to add to this week's episode? Um, have you seen any of the XSL? No, I mean I've I've seen uh, highlights and I've seen uh, um memes and and uh still pictures and stuff and clips but no i have not watched a game have you uh, i watched a little bit last weekend um but i didn't see anything on today i'm like i'm gonna look at their schedule but um you know how they have like they don't have the kicking after the 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 pat yeah I don't know that or not. So they have, um, like, uh, you know, like at at the one, it, uh, if they put the ball at the one, they're gonna play. It's a it's a one points. If you put it at the five, it's two, and if you put it at the ten, it's three. Yeah. So long story short, a team won on a a team won because they went for a three point play on line or in miss. So or the other way around. No, I get you. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of so, cool. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. There's no team down here. There's no team in the Bay Area. The closest team to here is the, uh, what is it, the Las Vegas Vipers. So uh, I already d- yeah. declared that's my team just because of uh, 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 regionality bias. Okay. Well, your Vipers last week. <laughs> and then, of course, yeah, the team I picked, they suck. No, okay. There's two games tomorrow. There was a game. There was a game today. I missed it, and then there was one on Thursday. So I missed that too. 
Oh, they're so, playing Thursday yeah, too, huh? Really? Was, huh. Uh, next week, they're just Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, I guess that was just a gimmicky one. Oh, no. And week five is another Thursday game. So it might be a, a stadium availability issue as well, but yeah, interesting. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, seriously, since football's been over, I haven't watched a lot of sports. Like, I didn't even watch the All Star game. I heard it was another crazy joke. Yeah, I heard that too. And the whole uh, was it a uh, um, Vin Diesel thing? I saw that. That was a that was a joke as well. The intro. Oh, I, I didn't. Even... Yeah, it's bad. Hey, when you hear about it, seems like all All Star games are jokes now these days. Sad. Yeah, I mean, uh, we said that a while ago. Like, baseball's the only one that really you give effort to. Maybe, well, maybe basketball, but no one does. Right. And plus, uh, you know, Curry wasn't there. It's like, eh. Or he was he was there, but he wasn't participating because he was injured. So. All right, real quick, right. Before, before we go, I have a, I have a, another slam dunk uh, trivia question. I, I looked at the next card. Here we go. From 1985 through 1990, what first and last name were shared by the manager of the San Francisco Giants and the starting running back for the San Francisco 49ers? Roger Craig. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is pretty good. Like, I don't even know. There, there's no instructions to this. It's just like just trivia cards. <laughs> it looks like Trivial Pursuit, but it's just in a box with uh, two decks of cards and all that. All that it is just uh, asking questions. There's no board. There's no game pieces. There's no nothing. Anyway. Yeah. Send me a picture of that box. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I will. All right, thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we'd like to wish you cheers. Dummy.